everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. I'll look back on this moment and I will smile because it was life and I decided to live it being completely and genuinely present in the moment. I'll be completely honest. I think talking about becoming more present on a podcast is almost hilarious. (laughs) It's kind of odd. And here's the reason why. I don't know about you guys, but every time I usually press play on a podcast, I'm either getting ready, I'm driving to work, I'm cleaning the kitchen. I'm usually doing it in tandem with other things. And it's not because I don't want to be fully present in the podcast itself, like I'm clearly listening But my attention is split between two different things. And my guess is you as the listener is maybe you are driving to work. Maybe you are cleaning something. The chances are that you're sitting here like taking notes (laughs) and just being fully invested in this episode is pretty slim. And if you are, I'm giving you like a, what would you call it? A virtual high five? (laughs) I'm giving you a high five through the screen, through the microscope, microscope, through the microphone, whatever it is you want to call it. Because I truly think that you are about to crush this episode. Now, for those of you that maybe are doing something else, I'm going to give you a challenge. And I just ask for you to be open-minded with this. Stop everything you're doing and just be. Be completely present listening to this podcast, taking notes, just truly taking in everything that I'm saying. Because my guess is, is if you do that, not only will you learn something, but you might even get even more out of this episode because you're not splitting your attention between a couple of different things. So will you take the challenge? That's totally up to you. But before we talk about becoming more present, it's time to talk the taco of the week. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if I started singing on this podcast? (laughs) I think I would lose all y'all as listeners. All right, be serious. The taco of this week, holy freaking bananas. It is so good. It is spicy. So for all of my spicy people out there and my people that actually have been looking for, I don't know, a taco on a lettuce cup, you're welcome. Because this is actually the first time I'm featuring the lettuce cup inside of a Taco About a Tuesday recipe. So the recipe that I'm bringing to you, friends, and family is my famous feisty Korean tacos. If that sounds absolutely insane, which it is, go check out the show notes and definitely grab that recipe because you're going to want to try this. All right, so let's jump back into this topic and this idea of becoming more present in our lives. And I was actually thinking, what in the world is my topic going to be for this week? Like, usually I don't run out of ideas. I have like a million things that I could spew off to you guys. But I was really thinking about it and just the progression that the show has been going. And I'm like, huh, what is it that I can talk about? And then I was over at my dad's this past weekend. We were just spending some time together. He made me dinner. It was awesome. And he actually took me upstairs to watch some recordings from my childhood, some videos going way back in the day. And as we were sitting there watching the videos, granted, these were videos from when I was like two and a half, three years old. So like, there's no way in heck I was remembering these. But as we were sitting there watching them, I looked over to my left and my dad had the biggest smile on his face, probably almost to the point where he was tearing up because it just brought him back to this moment where he felt like he was 
fully in it again. Like he could almost like play out and just like see himself in this moment that we were watching on the screen. And I thought, God, that's a beautiful moment to watch. And even though I was only like two and a half, three, like there was no way that I was probably going to encode that and remember that memory long term. It made me think if I showed up more presently in different moments of my life, how differently would I be living my life? How much of these special moments that happen, just like what I saw with my dad, how many more of those would I be able to pull upon? And more importantly, how much more fulfilling would my life be? I will say I am no guru and I am not good at this, clearly. (laughs) I just admitted my personal weaknesses in this area. But what I see this as is an opportunity to share my struggle with you all and be able to link arms and take this journey together. Take this journey of becoming even that more present in our lives and just reaping the benefits from it, which I will talk about at the end of this episode. So this is what I'm going to do is I sat down and I just evaluated how can I personally hold myself more accountable? What steps can I tangibly take to become more present? And these were the steps that I came up with. So get comfy, become completely invested in what I'm about to tell you, and let's take this journey together. Because my gut feeling tells me if we just start to implement some of these steps that we're going to see some amazing benefits together. So let's jump right in. The first step that I believe is the best place to start is to define what it is that being present means to us in our life. Because I came to realize that like I can give you my definition of being present, but that might not be yours. And you might want it to look completely different for your life. So why should you live by my definition? So let's start to find clarity and focus and what that means for you. Now, to give you my example of how I want to become more present and what that's going to look like for me in my life is that I want to spend those moments that I find so much value in just being, being completely invested and aware in my surroundings and what is happening in that moment. And from that, being able to build more special, magical moments that I can pull upon at any point in time. And the reason why I'm defining it that way, and more importantly, the reason why this is so important to me is because the other day I was having a session with my business coach and I was talking about just some certain struggles that I was going through and we just went through this visualization exercise, which is something that I actually do every single morning when it comes to my vision. I will literally sit down, I will read my vision that I have for my life and I will picture it. I will like close my eyes and picture it out as if it was a movie. And I would feel the feelings that I'd want to feel. I would have just these rush of emotions and it puts me in the right mental space for the day. And so we did this exercise together about a moment that made me truly grateful. A moment that made me so happy. And it was just incredible of what happened. And I realized in that moment, if I was not completely present in that moment that I called upon, then I never would have had this moment right here. And so in order to have those moments, in order to be able to use this visualization tool and technique to maximize potential, I've got to create more magical moments. And the only way that I can do that is by taking these steps to become more present. And the only way that I can do that is by starting by laying the foundation and understanding what being present in the moment looks like for me. So take a moment, maybe you press pause, 
And I want you to start to find some clarity and some focus into what this is going to mean for you. And once you do that, then we can move on to this next step, which is actually a beautiful transition from defining what being present looks like for you. And once you're able to have some clarity on that, now it's time to become even more aware and less avoidant. And I think there's actually a couple of plays that we can look at this concept of becoming more aware and less avoidant. The first play on it is as you're living through that moment, like right then and there. There's going to be times in our life where things go and hit the fan. (laughs) Things basically go into the toilet, right? It's inevitable. That's life. And we have to be able to accept it, become aware of what's happening, think, okay, it is what it is. How can I move on? How can I instead continue to push forward rather than play the victim, rather than think, oh, poor me, and just retreat and suppress everything that's going on around us? So if we can become more aware of what's going on around us, we can think more logically. We can think more of what the next best step and what solution we can take next. And then when we go back and we look on the situation, which is the next play at this concept of becoming more aware and less avoidant, now we can really dive in and say, huh, what is the lesson that I just learned from this? What was life trying to teach me? I am a huge advocate for people looking at life as this big journey of challenges to learn from. Because I personally think if we can shift our mindset to that, becoming more aware of those moments and of those times that maybe weren't so kind to us, it becomes easier. Because instead of thinking, oh, poor me, I'm going to play the victim in this circumstance, I'm thinking, okay, what is the lesson that life's trying to teach me? And now this is sort of the second play on this idea of becoming more aware and less avoidant, which is being able to go back and maybe looking at those things that maybe we're trying to suppress for good or whatever reason and say, okay, what is the lesson that life was trying to teach me? And if we can do that, not only are we going to start to learn more about ourselves and the world around us, but we flex a confidence muscle that it's okay and it's very much needed to become aware even in those moments that may not be kind to us. So let's take this opportunity to not only become more aware of what's going on in our surroundings, but to also go back and figure out what is it that we might be able to learn to take with us in future circumstances as we live through life. The next step is actually something that I talk about quite often. It's not a new idea at all, but it's an intentional concept and idea. And that is to spend your time decluttering everything, your mind, your surroundings, literally everything. Y'all, we have like 50,000 plus thoughts a day. That's probably being conservative. That's a lot of different decisions and things that are just floating around in our mind. What do you think that that's doing by having all these different thoughts and things that aren't serving you in the moment? What is that going to do for you? It's going to make you mentally exhausted and it's going to take you away and distract you from being completely invested in the moment that you're in. So if we can take the time to be more intentional about decluttering our brain, and let me just say this could be a great way to start off your day, maybe you write down everything that is on your mind. Anything from what you have to do to who you want to show up as to just all those little random thoughts from things that are serving you to things that are definitely not serving you. Just get it out. 
because it's not going to serve you by floating around in your mind and keeping you distracted from all the things that you should be doing and all the things that you should be focusing on. And then guess what? If you find yourself in that state later on where you're like, oh my gosh, there's just so many things. I feel so overwhelmed. You do it again and you do it again. So how can we just start to incorporate something as simple as a brain dump? Decluttering your mind and the things around you to clear you up for what it is that you were meant to focus on. How can we incorporate that into your operating rhythm? Pause, evaluate, think about it, and apply it. It's that simple. And once you've done that, now we can move on to another amazing step. (laughs) Oh, this is a good one that I know is going to take a lot of effort. And that is to focus on one thing at a time. And let me just insert really quick that this habit that we have to multitask and focus on all these different things at once, that we've been conditioned. (laughs) Our world is evolving so quickly. Technology that's coming out is showing us how to be better and faster and more productive. And therefore, we take that into our personal lives And we're like, okay, if I'm going to be productive, if I'm going to get all the things done and feel successful and fulfilled, I've got to do all these things at once. When really, that's mentally exhausting us. That is giving us decision fatigue. It's not allowing us to focus on what's important and to give the most maximal effort that we can possibly give to perform at the highest level that we could have in that moment because our attention is split between so many different things. So tonight, as you go home and you start to wind down, when you're sitting there eating dinner, just sit there and eat dinner. Focus on that. Focus on what your food tastes like. Focus on how it's satiating you. Focus on this beautiful relationship that you get to have with your food. Don't go turn on the TV. Don't go start answering a bunch of texts and catching up on calls. Like, just chill. Focus on that one thing and just be there. Enjoy the meal and just realize like, wow, I can breathe for a quick moment and I can actually enjoy this moment that I'm in. And then you go and do the next thing and then you go and do the next thing. But focus on one thing at a time and again, watch just how present you can become. Watch just how much more productive that you can become. Watch how much more time you bring back to your day. It is incredible what happens when you focus on one thing at a time. And all of those ideals of wanting to be successful and productive and perform at our highest level, that comes along with the territory. But it does not come from splitting your attention amongst multiple things. So just try one little baby step at a time to focus on one thing and one thing at a time. And this is actually a beautiful segue into something else I believe that we need to implement like right now, almost yesterday, because this is something that's also going to take a lot of effort. It's going to take some time to overcome because we've built these habits just through living in the demanding world that we live in. And that is that we've stopped listening in conversations. We engage in these conversations. We hear maybe 50% of what it is that the other person is saying and we grab onto something And we hold on to it and we think about what we're going to say next and we hold on to it and we hold on to it and we never actually listen to the beautiful conversation that's taking place. Now, the other person's probably doing the same exact thing so they can take the same page out of the book here. But what if we were more present in our conversations? 
I just have this really gut feeling if we spent less of our time thinking about what we were going to say next, either because we're afraid of being judged, we want to be seen as intellectual, we want to be accepted, whatever is the reason that you built this habit, if we stepped away from that and started to build a new habit of just completely investing ourselves and indulging ourselves in this wonderful conversation that's taking place, I think we might have better conversations. I think we might have better quality in our relationships. And if I have better quality relationships in my life, those relationships almost make my life worth living that much more. And they make me want to create even more of those magical moments that I can pull upon. And that again, make my life so much more fulfilling to live. So if we just freaking stopped thinking about what we were going to say next and just allowed for the conversation to be and allowed for it to naturally flow, holy cow, if we can overcome that one really freaking hard thing to do, the other areas, the other steps that I will give you, it will be effortless. And that brings me to my last step. And that is from the idea that practice makes perfect. Guys, if we don't take everything that we've learned from this episode and actually apply it, it doesn't matter. And it's more than just applying it once. It's applying it consistently over time to build a new habit, to flex that muscle of confidence that being present is not only a gift, but it's where we're meant to spend majority of our time where we're supposed to be funneling all of our energy. So I ask you, what are you going to do starting right now to start implementing these steps? What are things that you can add to your operating rhythm not to exhaust you or overwhelm you, but to serve you in this journey of becoming more present? Maybe you start doing more mindful meditations. Maybe you start to implement that idea of visualization, that beautiful technique and tool that I gave you at the start of the show that you can start implementing into your mornings or throughout your day as you're setting your pace and your mindset for the day? What is it that you're going to do to hold yourself accountable to building this new habit? Because I think, and again, this is just my gut feeling speaking here, but I truly believe if we can start to implement some of these things, I think that we are going to be more productive. I think that we're going to be more efficient. I think that we're going to reduce stress and anxiety from our life that does not serve us. I think that we're going to even add time back to our day because I can, I can't even tell you how many people say I never have enough time. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to breathe. I don't have time to do anything. And I can take a wild guess that that's not a life you want to live because it's definitely not one that I want to. And I think even more importantly, we start to become more grateful and from Being more grateful, we start to become, yes, dare I say it, even more fulfilled. So here's the final question that I have for you. And this addresses those that decided to take on my challenge that I posed at the very beginning of the episode. If you took the opportunity to press pause and eliminate all the other distractions around you to just be fully invested in this episode, I just want to ask you, how do you feel right now? What resulted from that? Again, I'm kind of shooting in the dark here. I don't know. Maybe nothing changed. Maybe you feel exactly the same. But something inside me tells me that something shifted for you. That you were able to already take a huge step forward in flexing that confidence muscle and building that new habit. And that, my friend, is such a gift 
And it's such a huge win that I'm celebrating with you right now, because again, this is a huge step forward in the right direction. And this is the final note that I want to leave you with. At the end of the day, I do not want to look at my life as being ran by a to-do list. I want to look at my life as showing up as the person that I want to be by spreading and inspiring all of the joy that I possibly can in the world because that lights my heart on fire. And through doing that, I'm present in every single one of those moments. And at any point in time where I'm going through a lull in life and I just need a little something extra to remind me why I wake up to do what I do, I can visualize those moments and I can pull myself back into that moment just exactly how I felt and change the state of my physiology and the emotions that I'm feeling and realize that there's a reason to press forward. Those reasons alone give me more than enough motivation to actually want to take the steps from this episode and apply them. So what do you say, team? (laughs) Are we doing this? Are you in? Are we going to link arms and go on this incredible journey of being more present? I sure hope so. Because I know at the end of this all that my life is going to change for the better. I'm going to change for the better. And I'm going to spend all of my time and energy funneling into the moments, into the things that truly matter. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. And thank you so much for showing up for you week after week listening to these episodes. And let's say that maybe you've listened to a couple of episodes and you totally fell fate to not being completely present or invested in them. That's the beauty of a podcast is everything is recorded. So I encourage you, if there's an episode that you really feel that you need to focus on, go dive back into that content, go press play on it and just live in it, be in it, be all there. So that way... You can show up even better for you. You can continue to level up your mindset so that you can level up on how you show up in your life because that's what this show is all about. And until next time, my fellow taco lover, you know I will be back with more feisty, healthy, delicious recipes. And better yet, conversations, real, genuine conversations about life. See you then.